A triple double is the accumulation of a double digit number total in three of the five categories in the game. The most common way to achieve a triple double is through points, rebounds, and assists. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome into another episode of the Triple Double No Assist Podcast. I am Dustin Brewer. Joining me is Cameron Heffernan. As always. Yeah, basically at this point. It's, but uh, So today we're going to cover some of the biggest stories that happened in the NBA over the weekend. I uh, thought we were going to be leading with the Clippers, but it turns out the Oklahoma City Thunder are just blowing it up. Yeah, yeah, it's a full rebuild mode. It's just reconstruction from the ground up, scorched earth. Uh, yeah, it's the most scorched earth, like, it's like a 2K team. Like, when you're like, alright, well, rebuild, trade everything. Yes, yes, absolutely. I've done this many times. As, as have I. Trade and rebuild. If, if you haven't heard the news, what happened over the weekend, uh, Paul George requested a trade from the Thunder, was traded to the Clippers for a record number of picks in this haul. The Thunder get back Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Danilo Gallinari, along with seven first, or five first-round picks and two pick swaps. Yes, one of those picks included is uh, Miami's is Miami's 2021 yes. first round pick. Yeah, so a lot of lot of picks, all a big unprotected, haul. all unprotected. For, the I Miami the, one, no, the Miami one's unprotected. That's why before they got Jimmy Butler and everything, that was like a really good looking pick. Mm. But now if they get Jimmy Butler, and now we're seeing that Russ, according to reports from Woj, uh, Miami is looking as the front runner for a possible Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook trade. Um, because he, obviously, with the Thunder, just kind of reconstruct. I mean, maybe... <laughs> I'm just thinking this now, but like maybe they're going back to Seattle, and it's just like, let's start over from the top. Because I, I wouldn't be mad. I mean, I'd feel bad yeah. for Oklahoma City fans, but... but, <laughs> but if, I mean, if they came back to Seattle, I'd be, cool. I'd be right back in. they have up to, what did you say, 13? Yeah, between now picks. and 2026, they're sitting on a stash of a potential 13 first-round picks, which is... Absolutely, an entire insane. team of it's, possible superstars, especially if your team literally consists of Stephen Adams. Like, if you trade Russell Westbrook, then your next best player is Stephen Adams. Who would have thought he'd be the last one? Yeah, I, you know that New Zealand market really raised in a lot of dough for Oklahoma. And then this I don't morning, know if that's true. That's probably, <laughs> but uh, this morning the Thunder continued stripping it down for parts. They traded Jeremy Grant over to the Denver Nuggets, which was actually really surprising. That like I figured maybe keep. Keep the younger players. Keep him. Yeah, like would, he was serviceable. He's a good young, like he doesn't have the shooting as well, but he's a really good defender. He had a really yeah. good year last year next to Paul George, but uh, so the team that did trade for Paul George and gave up all these assets, uh, the Clippers. This came out of nowhere, right? Like this was Yo, this was a pretty so, big. Yeah. I got out of the movies Friday night and saw my phone and thought like, oh, this is fake. Like this is something's got to be up here. Yeah. So Kawhi signs with the Clippers, but apparently before that he told them, hey. I'll hold off on signing anywhere and everything, and I'll just stall. You go get an extra superstar for me to play with, aka go get Paul George, and we're gonna we're gonna make this happen, and we're gonna both come here. And like, I mean, Kawhi is pretty good at keeping his image low, but this shit, like, this is unbelievable. Sneaking around, like, he apparently told the Lakers to move meeting locations multiple <laughs> times so that after the meeting he could go covertly meet up with Paul George to talk about teaming up. Like that's some that's some serious stuff. I heard someone compare it to like the end of The Godfather. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, the, I'm I'm sure people have heard. I, part of me feels like a lot of teams are doing damage for control right now, saying, "Oh, this, that, this, that." Just 
that maybe they didn't know what was actually going on and no one has known what's going on and information is power in the NBA and no one wants to look stupid, especially being made stupid by a player, essentially. Right. A player and a, uh, a franchise known for basically being the uh, ugly bastard child the, of the NBA yeah, and, the stepchild. and the Los Angeles market um, in general. Uh, what I think, what I personally think happened is that uh, it was apparent that the Thunder had this idea that they could get a rebuild out of this, that maybe the Clippers knew that they were getting Kawhi. They knew he want he had this idea of pairing with a superstar. Now we have pairs of superstars all over, but pairing with someone, and possibly it could be known that Paul George is available because. Maybe he has buyer's remorse or something of that nature with right. the contract that he signed and things like that. And they've realized they're not getting past the other powerhouses in the West. Maybe not even past Utah next year, you know? Like yeah, that, they, they that. could be a first-round exit again. <laughs> yeah, and it could just be a first-round exit over and over again. So that's why I feel it's maybe not this deception, the end of the Godfather type <laughs> setup. Make but it where moves. It's more, I, I think, a businessman who's actually smart, was involved, which would be Steve Ballmer and Jerry West. These are smart, genius-level NBA executives. Jerry West being the one who constructed the Shaq trade and things like that. He built, drafted, I think, I, no, no, I don't think he drafted the Steph, Steph Curry in Golden State. But either way, he essentially he helped build, build that. No, he talked them out of the Clay Thompson for Kevin Love trade. Yes, that's, that yeah. was it. He he was like, "Nah, we should keep Clay." Yeah, so I I personally think that maybe these teams, the Lakers, the Raptors, a little bit got outsmarted. I I think it, with the Raptors, Kawhi essentially did what he was supposed to do. He doesn't owe them anything. Right. He as had his one as, year. As much as I think. He should come back and defend, and as much as Toronto fans come back and defend and just be something that Toronto hasn't gotten to experience, at least they have that one. I mean, they're an expansion team who really no one outside of Toronto ever gave a shit if they ever won a title. Right. And now they're a part of history. Like, they're a part of NBA history as champions. The Memphis Grizzlies, the Orlando Magic... The Atlanta Hot. Well, no, I think the Hawks do have a championship, so never mind. Um, but there's other expansion teams that just they don't have that. The Kings, the Suns, they've been there. They've been they've yeah, been they've close, been there, but never won it because they never really had that extra thing that put them over. Kawhi was that thing for the Raptors. They got the the chips with the dip, as as Drake likes to <laughs> as Drake and, likes to say, uh, and they've really have nothing to whine about. They still have a good team that'll make the playoffs, but they're not going to win the East next year. Right. So then, do you want to talk about the Clippers or the Thunder first, in terms of like where the teams go from here? I think we should pivot back to the Thunder, actually. Okay, yes, yeah, so we'll talk about the Thunder. Look, the Clippers, have, the Clippers haven't made... They got Kawhi, they got Paul George. They have pretty much have the nucleus of the team that surprisingly made the playoffs last year. Yeah, the only real and, loss is Gallinari and, and Gilgis. Yeah, and even then, Gallinari is being replaced with Kawhi Leonard, and Gilgis <laughs> Alexander is being replaced with 
Paul George. Essentially, yeah. So they brought back Beverly. They yeah. They still have Lou Will. They still have Montrez. They, they still, still have Zubac. They they resigned Zubac. Yeah. yeah. And they have they brought in Maurice Harkless and uh, a few they, other people. Oh, they still uh, Landry Shamit. Shamit and, yeah, he's still. You know that little piece that was thrown in by the Sixers. Yeah, for that no little throw in. But okay, so the Thunder. They're they're looking now. It's probably going to be a full rebuild. They'll probably yeah. move Russ in the next couple weeks. I think Russ has moved before the season. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Next couple weeks, but I think he's moved before the season at least. Um, Miami is now, I guess, on the radar. Orlando was another one, but I think that they're really going to be like, "Hey, where do you want to go?" So that's why. Right. Was, yeah. It'll probably be Miami. So is that is that where you think? Like, where would you, if you were Russ, where would you want to go if you were given your choice? If I were Russell Westbrook, if they were like, "Hey, where go? do you want to go?" I would go to the Lakers and be like, "All right, that's let's do what this. I would try. That's yeah. what I would try my hardest to do is to go to the Lakers." But I think that his style of play would absolutely tank that team hard, <laughs> and Kuzma would have to be a part of whatever trade brought that in. And they, I don't think they have salaries to match his salary, so I think I think that trade is impossible. Unless they traded LeBron. No, I don't think they'd do that. I wouldn't do that. That would be foolish. But um, the Miami scenario, I think if it's Dragic and a few other, probably Dragic and Winslow, and then a, a pick or two, right? most likely is for Russ. And then you have Russell Westbrook, what, Tyler Johnson? <laughs> no. no, Tyler Hero. They got rid of Tyler Johnson. He's in Phoenix now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you'd have Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Russell Westbrook. um, And really, I think that's about it. Because they gave up a lot to get Jimmy. They gave up um, Josh Richardson to get Jimmy. So you'd you'd really be kind of committing to those guys. To Portland. Portland. For Myers Leonard. Yeah. So never mind, yeah. Go join Myers Leonard. Make another super team in the East. Yeah, with Myers Leonard. Jimmy and Russell and Myers Leonard. Yeah, but that I mean that would be really interesting to see Jimmy Butler and Russell Westbrook together. That's. Do you think they'd get along? No. 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 I, that's like a meatball for me first alpha dog. Hero ball extraordinaire. <laughs> like just who? That's why there's no team around them. Yeah. If their plan is to ultimately get Russell Westbrook. And Jimmy Butler together don't have anybody serviceable around them because the ball is continuously going to be in either one of their hands throughout the game, no matter what. Speaking of someone serviceable, I forgot about a player on the roster, Deion Waiters. Oh yeah, yeah. there you go. Oh, there it well, is. Sorry. So what? You know, forty-eight minutes uh, in a basketball game. That's forty-eight shots for Deion Waiters. Yeah, one, each one of them get a quarter. And then and they have then, to split the fourth quarter. That's essentially what the Heat's game plan will be. It's all heat check in the yeah, fourth quarter. It's yeah, it's absolutely just like whoever's got the hot hand in the fourth gets to play the fourth as the primary ball. <laughs> Everyone player. else sits. <laughs> Russ, you sit. This, so, like, yeah. a big thing coming out now is is everyone saying, like, man, what must be wrong with Russ? If, if, Kate, if Katie will up and leave, but then afterwards be like, oh, Russ is a great guy. And then Paul George is like, we have unfinished business. A year ago when he signed his extension, they were all partying, had the party, had the cigars, had the Instagram picture, had a Nas concert at his contract announcement. Well, I think when you have a chance to win a game and it's a wide open three for him and he clanks it off the side of the backboard in the playoffs <laughs> and you watch that throughout the season and things like that, you, you probably go, hey, I'm never winning anything with this guy. And when Kawhi Leonard comes and is like, hey, man, 
want to come like play with me in LA and you're like oh shit you just you just won a championship by yourself with old ass Mark Gasol and shitty Kyle Lowry like yeah I want to come play with you <laughs> yeah that sounds, that sounds great Clippers where it's like replace Kyle Lowry with Pat Beverly a and Kyle it, Lowry that can play defense so then the Thunder probably moving Russ. I thought maybe like if he trade if he got traded somewhere like uh, to uh, Minnesota or Milwaukee, if um, if like if the Thunder were like, hey, we're gonna take on a bunch of a uh, bunch of bad contracts and we're gonna do this and just like collect assets. I that feel way. like they have to like trade him where they get something back. At not least. just the not just the picks. Yeah, I don't know. I well at least to protect themselves from their fans like riding or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true too. But I mean like, so like I thought somewhere like that might be a good spot for him. Somewhere that needs, like, would you rather have Eric Bledsoe or Russell Westbrook? <laughs> <laughs> like, so like if I'm the Bucks, like yeah. I would think about it at least. Yeah, send all your first picks and do the same thing. Just seven first round picks and Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> so, so the Thunder for Russell yeah. Westbrook, the Thunder just literally have every first round pick, every pick of the first round in yeah. one of these drafts. And for the Milwaukee Bucks, they're just like, here's a twenty eighth round, here's the twenty eighth overall pick, right in the first round. Cool. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. I'll be interested. But like, so all this stuff about people, you know, you can't win with Russ. You can't do. It. If we were at the gym or if we were gonna play a pickup game. Would you want Russell on your team? Would you want to play with Westbrook? Yeah, I mean, if we if Russell Westbrook was the only NBA caliber player on the court, like where it's just a bunch of dudes, just a bunch of guys, just just pick, playing a pickup game, and then here comes Russell Westbrook, and now we're shooting for teams, or we're picking, we're shooting for captains, and then we're picking teams, <laughs> and I get first pick. I'm going to pick Russell Westbrook because the only person on that court is gonna fucking who can dunk or play at an NBA level is Russell Westbrook. But, like, if you were an NBA player, you wouldn't... Hell yeah. I mean, he can get a triple-double. Like, it's nothing. I mean, it's not like he... As long as you figure out a way to keep the ball out of his hands in fairly important situations, (laughs) you're fine. Give him, like, the first... ten minutes, and then as long as you save the two minutes for yourself, you're good. Right. You know? So then, so yeah, so is that just an issue where he's too prideful or he hasn't been in the right system or where a coach can... No, no, I just think he's a glory hog. Like, I, I just think <laughs> that it's, you know, he he thinks he's the best player on the court. No matter what. If LeBron's out there, if Steph is out there, if Clay, if... Isn't that what Katie, you? Isn't that what you want though? Anyone is, is he? Yes, you want, you want that your guy one. to be like I'm the yes, man. Yes, 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 yes. But you also want them to have just a, a hint of reality of the reality of the situation. That KD is better than you. That James Harden is better than you. That shit, maybe Kyrie Irving might be better than you. Do you think? And this is obviously this would probably never happen. But let's say tomorrow we wake up and he was traded. Dame Lillard's definitely better than him. And he was traded to the Spurs. Do you think like that type of system would ha- would fix anything, or do you think he'd be no, the same player? No, I don't think they'd touch him with a thousand foot pole. But but is that just because he's going to play the way he plays and that's it? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I so then think. so then yeah, Miami would be an interesting spot. Yeah, because I mean, Spo is just going to be like whatever, dude. Is like, whatever, yeah. I've got mine. I have two rings. I've been living and and working in Miami for the last 
10 years. Yeah, I've been... 15 years. I mean, he was a tape guy for Miami before that. Before he, he was a coach. Before he got the job, yeah, yeah. He was working in the system of Miami, so it's like, that guy's been under Pat Riley's tutelage in Miami for about 15 years now. So, I mean, yeah, Spolstra's, you can't really... Spolstra's, he's living the life. He's like, whatever. He's good. Okay, okay. So, oh, so... I mean, we'll see. I'm sure he'll probably... That would probably be the best coaching situation for Russell Westbrook, too. Spolstra? Yeah. Eric Spolstra just be like, yeah, man. All right. Jimmy, you... That's what I said. It's like, look, you guys take a quarter. Figure this out. As long as we're, uh, like, up or down by five. (laughs) And that's it. In the fourth, then we'll figure it out, you know? And then when winning time comes around, we'll figure it out. Like, he had to balance Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. And Chris Bosh, too. Uh, but Bosh was willing was, to sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. He was, something that tells me Chris Bosh is a real team player. I get that vibe. His, well. uh, even though he thinks he's an alpha, like he's going out there as an alpha dog, I think Chris Bosh understands the sacrifice he has to make sometimes. To Definitely. Win, whereas like those real pig-headed alpha dogs are just like, no, I got this. I think that's LeBron's problem sometimes. Because he's not that clutch. He's great, but there's times where like down the moment, like down to the end of it, if someone is able to guard him, he will fuck it up. That's the thing. <laughs> That's that pressure. Yeah. Once that pressure like, hits. He's not good with pressure in his face or on him. Just look look at those like deep, like he, all those clutch threes and shit are deep as shit. He just pulls, And it's yeah. like someone is like way off him and stuff, you know? It's like the second he gets some space, he doesn't yeah. care. He's like, yeah, all right, I'm like, going right, to just up. fucking wing it. And so it goes in. Which so, is great, which is great. I mean, I'm not... not oh, gonna, yeah, there's no... He's, like, the seventh or eighth greatest player of all time. <laughs> Coming in with the hot takes. That's yeah, no. so So, that was the last team we wanted to talk about. We talked about the Thunder. We talked about the Clippers a bit. So, we gotta talk about the Lakers and where it stands for the Lakers. Because all the fans were basically printing the Kawhi jerseys up until he made his announcement that the it's LCT. the Clippers. Up until... Lakers, Clippers, Thunder. Up until that, uh, that we, news we broke. We did the TCL. We, yeah, we did the TCL. Yeah, Thunder Clippers, Lakers. But, uh, so now the Lakers immediately went into panic mode after that Kawhi news dropped. Hell yeah. Gave out a ton of money. Re- well, re-signed JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo, and Contavious Caldwell-Pope. No, the Caldwell-Pope signing, I think, was before Kawhi. Because they wrapped up like 16 million of the 30 million or whatever in max salary space and two people the day before well the most they gave 16 or 15 15 or 16 million to danny green danny green that's 80 year yeah and then they they signed boogie cousins to a minimum yeah but that's a five i think it's one year five mil they just today signed avery bradley for two years like nine million i know with their mid-level exception yeah and, I mean, we're still waiting on buyout news for J.R. Smith, Andre Iguodala, Kyle Korver. There's a few players that are rumored to be interested in the Lakers. Yeah. And, you know... A, a lot of old, very past their prime. <laughs> can't really defend. Can't really make baskets. I'm not worried about defense. I'm worried about these dudes able to score. <laughs> like, like, at some point, LeBron... Or Anthony Davis is going to have to rest. Right. That's what I've been, that's what I've been saying is I, I don't know, you know how it's going to go. But like, so Kawhi going to the Clippers and forming this new power duo with, with Paul George, 
Where, how do you feel about the Lakers still? Like, because Anthony Davis and LeBron is still. Well, a good... I felt about the Lakers. I feel the same way. They're a really good playoff team that's either going to make the Western Conference Finals or be bounced in the second round. Right. So like, that's it. That's... So none of these signings they've made have have swayed how you feel. Oh no, God, no! Why would that? Oh, cool. Demarcus Cousins, who was a fucking obvious liability in the finals last year or against the Raptors. Like, he had one good game. Right. One good game. And then the rest of it was him just being destroyed. Big guys, little guys, blowing past him. It did not matter. That dude was a liability and part of the reason why the Warriors lost the finals. Because if he had shown up and played big at all, or even just played good, and it, good, just good, not great, just good. Just good. They had a fucking opportunity. But no, he was absolute trash. Uh, I, th- I I think he's fucking done. Oh, how could I forget? They re-signed the god, Alex Caruso. Oh, sure, yeah. And then they also brought in Quinn Cook and Jared Dudley. Yeah, Quinn Cook, Jared, oh yeah. Oh, man. Definitely. So, so let's do this. Here's the, the roster for Look, the Lakers next year. Pick your starting Jared, five. Jared Dudley had that cute game one for the Nets and then got fucking rocked. Well, he also four straight games. He also fought the entire Seventy Sixers team by himself. No, but he also got rocked the next four games. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Defensively and offensively, like so. Out of this Lakers roster, it's going to be Rondo, Pope. You think start KCP? It's going to be Rondo, Pope. Well, I don't know. Will they start Green? Well, they just said that they were going to start LeBron at the point guard. Oh, yeah. I just read that today before we started. That he's going to be at the point. so it'll be LeBron. Danny Green. Probably Danny Green. Kuzma. No, Kuzma's going to play the four. They'll keep him at the four. It'll be Kuzma. And then, oh, Jesus, who do they put there? I See, I think that's why I think it's Kuzma. I think it's Kuzma at the three, Davis at the four, and then McGee or And they Boogie. start Cousins? I don't think they can start Cousins. I think they're going I to. I really don't. I think they're going to start McGee or they're going to start Cousins. Because Davis has said he doesn't want to play the center. Like, he's never wanted to play the center in his career. Yeah. Well, okay, there you go. They're going to be a big, slow team. It's that's, be what, that's what I was thinking. Is uh, all you, be... Here's how you beat the Lakers. Run. <laughs> Just, Just run up and down the court. run. Because, like, Anthony Davis is going to have to do everything, too. I think at some point, they're going to start Quinn Cook. At point, I think they'll do this LeBron experiment at point guard for a bit. And then I think they're going to slide him over. Maybe move Kuz to the so four dumb. and Davis to the five. But I think the more likely thing would be they would bring Kuz in off the bench and have, have an actual true point guard start, whether it be Rondo or... Quinn Cook, but I think I think Quinn Cook will prove to be pretty valuable. I just hate when they say point guard. Like, just you know what? Let's just call it primary ball handler. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not like <laughs> positions really matter anymore yeah. now in today's. And you know what? Today's NBA. As, as far as that, two K. If you're listening, <coughs> anyone at two K, can we just get rid of the fucking positions? Because when I'm building lineups and shit, and somebody gets hurt, and all this other bullshit happens, and then I, I just want to do auto rotation. Auto adjust my rotation. Then, then, oh, oh! Now it has to be a forward and center, even though I have I'm trying to set up this small ball lineup and stuff. It's like, no, fuck you. Here's a lumbering center that we're just gonna throw all of a sudden into your run and gun game plan. That happened to me a ton with uh, fucking stupid. with Omri Caspi. 
Mm. I couldn't trade him, and it was every time someone got hurt, I had to adjust the lineup. I had to do it myself because otherwise they would give Omri Caspi 40 minutes because he was my only like power forward, yeah, my only true power forward. But <coughs> anyways, was there anything else? Anything else that struck you in the basketball world or in the TLC world? The Thunder Lake Clippers. Um, I find it hilarious that it's that that it was the Clippers that did this. That if it's anything, it's the beginning of the Godfather too, <laughs> where like somebody tries to assassinate. Like Fredo, it's it's almost like the beginning of the Godfather too, and Fredo setting up the assassination of Michael, right. and then it worked. Like Michael just dies. Like Michael got. <laughs> murdered and Fredo becomes the head of the family like that's what the Clippers did the Clippers are Fredo and they killed Michael <laughs> and like they really did kill Michael I, I honestly like that the move of Kawhi and Paul George and you have Pat Bever, like that's a defensive team that can oh, score definitely. it's gonna like, be that's that's the fucked up thing and Montrez Harrell who even though they're probably not gonna start him they're gonna start Zubach but even then Zubach is pretty athletic and up and down they've got Jamichael Green Who's a very good forward? Who's solid? I, they have a great team. Like the Clippers have a really, really good team. It's the Lakers have a good team too, but it's not like when I look at the LA team, I'm pissed because now cheap Clippers tickets are a fucking. That's what I was just pass. gonna say. Is my go-to was always oh go see the teams I like. Yeah, play and the Clippers. Watch the Clipper games. But now it's just like okay, I guess I'm not going to any basketball games in California unless it's like the Sac. I want to drive up to Sacramento. Yeah, right? Um, Even then, they five might be... Five hours or some shit to go see a basketball game. Because I don't want to spend $100 for nosebleed tickets, but that's what it's going to be. So, team execs, if you're hearing this, just just let us come check out a game. And any game. We'll come, yeah. We'll come hang out, check press it out. stuff. We'll <laughs> definitely give you really good press, the best press. It's, oh. oh, man, that press. So good. So, so, good. so then, yeah, I guess we'll end on this. When the... Kawhi news broke. The Clippers jumped up to eleven to four odds to win the title. Yeah. Are they your your prohibitive favorite now? Do you think? Maybe. I'll. I still really like Golden State. I think they can flip D'Angelo for something, and then maybe pick up. Like Clay will come in at the end, and then pick up in the playoffs. And right. It'll just, it'll just be like, oh, hey, yeah, these guys. They're still really good. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, Clay Thompson comes in in the last month of the season, and because his injury isn't as severe as KD's. No, yeah, the like ACL. His, the ACL repaired. It's like, I think five, six months or so. Yeah, I think they're he's projected back around February. Yeah. February, March, like yeah. All Star break. So, and with a ruptured Achilles, that's, I think, he's... At least this, probably this whole year. Yeah. And, and there's no incentive for him Brooklyn. to rush it back. Fuck Brooklyn, I think. Did I say that? Yeah, 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 yeah we yeah. got that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so then, Clippers, Lakers, you think the Clippers will have the better record? Um, I don't know. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. And I, th- yeah. I think the Clippers are going to follow the Toronto... I think the Clippers are a 65-win team. I think they're going to follow the Toronto school of load management, though? Yeah, well, they can if Paul... And, well, the thing is, Paul George, we don't know with his shoulders and stuff. Yeah, he had that that's shoulder surgery. kind of something to factor in. He um, might not be ready, they said, until maybe like two or three weeks into the next season. Yeah. But... And then there's Doc Rivers. 
He's like a really good coach with a ragtag group of guys, but then when he gets like stars and stuff, it's it's a little rough. It, yes, that's true. We'll have rough. to see how he holds it together. Did you hear the the rumor too? What was that? Paul George dated Doc Rivers' daughter, and then cheated on her, and like that's how they broke up. And then he started dating the girl he's with now. Oh, so like I don't everyone know. was everyone was like, so how's that gonna go over the first time? Like Paul George and Doc Rivers disagree. On something. Yeah, that I don't know. So it could explode, who knows? Who knows, who knows. I mean, it's not going to be um, the Littlefinger experience Game of Thrones style that we're going to get with the Lakers and Jason Kidd and uh, Frank Vogel. <laughs> that's true. Where it's like there's just this little gremlin all the time that's like coming for your job and you knowingly see that this guy is like... Like, hey, LeBron and Jason Kidd are best friends. They're I'm at summer league together right now. All, yeah. yeah, I'm just your coach, and it's gonna, you know, if if the Lakers start off like twenty and twenty, some shit like that, Vogel's the first that's just done. That's they're not. That's what I said not, too. He's not gonna get the whole Luke Walton treatment. No, not it's like here's like three years. All. Let's see how he does. They're gonna throw Jason Kidd in there immediately. Immediately. Yes, and it's going to be bronze team, and it's going to be real interesting. I there, I think there's more of a path of failure for the Lakers than there is for the Clippers. Though. I think so, too. I think there's I a think, higher risk, higher reward. Yeah, I think even with the Clippers core there, they still, like, finish. So if, like, both teams had the same misfortune in their start, like, LeBron bucks up his groin again, and this time he tears it, you know? And Anthony Davis just, like... His, he gets injured the way he does all the time, again. And Kawhi fucking breaks his leg and because uh, like he never let it heal from whatever he injured. And Paul George, you know, who knows? He gets an injury like shoulder infection again. or yeah. something. Yeah, something. And they're just like the teams without those stars. I still think the Clippers are like an eight seven seed, like seven eight seed possibly. Right. And the Lakers are just a fucking terrible like twenty. <laughs> Four win team like 20 to 25 win team right is the Lakers if they don't have LeBron or AD like I don't think Kuzma's gonna be like oh I'm throwing this team on my back and I'm <laughs> let's gonna be, go it's gonna be 28 12 and seven blocks a game from Kuz that's what it's gonna be like Alex Caruso is gonna be 25 and 10 assists just dishing him 25 Caruso and Maravich like Caruso is the new Maravich 25 put back dunks yeah. from Alex Caruso yeah no and then like Jared Dudley reaches the fountain of youth no, I, that's that's my thing is that the Lakers are not a good team. They're right. players that were good five, ten, five to ten years ago, and then there's LeBron James and Anthony Davis. <laughs> but with the Clippers, it's like they have not young. They have young talent. They have medium age talent. They have a good mix. They yeah. have a good blend of they youth have a and good veterans. Ass team with possibly the best basketball player in the world and like the eighth best. And then like another top ten. Yeah. yeah. So then, last thing, are you going to buy a pair of Kawhi's New Balance shoes? No. No? Never? No. I don't like New Balance. New Balance is, I'm not. Maybe you haven't tried like them. 25 years, I've tried New Balances on. You haven't tried the basketball shoes? I don't give a shit. <laughs> you I don't, don't want to wear New Balance basketball shoes. Step to the court, a pair of Kawhi's? No. The, the ominous ones? No. I almost bought those Raptor ones. With That's what I ones, thought. But I was like, these are dumb. They're New Balances. I'm not a 55-year-old man who's like... Getting ready to mow the lawn and shit. The fresh cut grass ones. Yeah, exactly. 
No, 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 no. No new balances for me. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, thank you guys for listening. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And we will be back soon with more news. A triple-double is the accumulation of a double-digit number total in three of the five categories in the game. The most common way to achieve a triple-double is through points, rebounds, and assists.